avenuepodcast.net. Welcome to BDSM. Bloody, dreadful, shite, movies. This is Chris. Hello there. And some people say he has questionable taste in movies. So he's on a mission to see if this is true. By watching the most painfully bad movies he can find and try to enjoy them. He'll be scoring each movie based on five categories. 1. Did he find it entertaining in any way? 2. Did it have a good story idea? 3. Was it boring? 4. Will he ever watch it again? 5. Would he recommend anyone else to watch it? Hello and welcome to the BDSM Cinematic Dungeon. Oh, don't mind the noise. We've got a group of swingers in subjecting themselves to the room. Shut up! Bullshit! I did not hit her! So, before I jump aboard the Titanic, I'd like to introduce you to a new segment I'm calling... Cinematic Saving <laughs> These are the movies I couldn't finish watching. Or... Oh. Couldn't find any pleasure in. And these are not just low budget shit fests. These are big budget. That's low budget shit fests. So, my first movie on my list is directed by Ridley Scott, starring Michael Fassbender. It's Alien Covenant. You've all sacrificed so much to be here and be a part of this thing we're doing. It's the first ever large-scale colonization mission. We're making history here. This is weird. What are the odds of finding human vegetation this far from Earth? Who planted it? (laughs) Or more like alien shouldn't have. Basically, it's a pointless sequel to a pointless prequel, and utterly boring. Couldn't get to the end. Swifted off, and never going back. Next is After Earth, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. What a twist! If you want to watch Will Smith sat on his ass for 80% of the movie, talking like a broken speaking spell, while his son, Jaden Smith, tries to act his way out of a paper bag and utterly fails, then this is the sci-fi movie for you. It was tedious. Ah. And last, not least, is Thor Love and Thunder. This is my vow. All gods will die. It's not possible. Why isn't it possible? It's just not. Why not, you stupid bastard? Love something worth fighting for. I thought it was basically over silly. And Marvel has done it again. Managed to make another forgettable bad guy. The God Butcher. More like, ah, the man who just constipated. (laughs) In my opinion, it's worse than Batman and Robin. And I like Batman and Robin. (laughs) So, these movies are immediately put... Of the cinematic stink. Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. 
You ever serve time? Breathe easy. Breathe easy. Uh, you using the whole fist, Doc? Ladies and gentlemen, your projectionist tonight is Eric, who has a hot, thirsty job, which he does very well, and uh, unlike you, hasn't time to get himself a refreshing drink of Kia Ora. Thank you. With that done, let's get to the main feature. This week, I'm watching The Asylum's Titanic 2, starring Bruce Davis, who played Senator Kelly in 2000's X-Men movie, and Shane Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke's grandson. He also wrote the film and directed it. Not Dick Van Dyke, I think Shane. For those of you who have never heard of the asylum, they are a cut price film company, became famous for making knockoff versions of Hollywood blockbusters, the Sharknado movies, and the sci fi TV show Z Nation, which is the rip off of The Walking Dead, which. So, Titanic 2 has a rating of 1.6 on IMDb, which makes it the lowest rated asylum movie. Out of its 12,000 ratings, 68% of them are one stars. And here's, here's a couple for you. Not only a waste of an hour and a half of my evening, but quite possibly of my entire life. It was so painful I do not believe I could begin to adequately describe the trauma I now feel. I genuinely write this as a warning to my fellow human beings who value their sanity. Never in my life have I seen work, of any form, of such poor quality. Having only just finished viewing this film I feel the need for a shower and referral to a good psychiatrist. I've been more entertained watching paint dry. If I could put zero stars I would. It was a desperate try to copy the first movie but in 2010 which is why it's also suck. Cause with the equipment of 2010 a ship can't sink like that. Also the ship was sinking so slow they could easily go to a boat like everyone else. But no they had to copy that too. So we see a couple, which they weren't really just run by itself for no reason inside the ship. It was kind of funny but terrible. Hmm. It really can't be that bad. Or well, hope it's not that bad. <sighs> Here we go. Let's watch this bitch. One hundred years later. The world's greatest ship. Most sophisticated ship ever created. The Titanic 2! Let's make history. We'll sail again. Have another one of your bad feelings, Captain? I didn't say that. Titanic 2. Hmm. That was fairly interesting. Let's have a short thing of this film. If you fancy watching Bruce Davison sat in a plastic deck chair to pretending to be in a helicopter most of the movie, then this is the film for you. As I thought, it's cheap. With a capital cheap. So, let's get scoring this bitch. Did I find it entertaining in any way? I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but it's PlayStation 1 era CGI. It's crappy green screen effects. Added some fun making it oddly entertaining. Also, I really enjoyed noticing the odd set choices. Like the bridge of the Titanic is basically in somebody's house. It must be the first ship that has cement walls and wooden shutters on the windows. 
they had a, uh, what is it, a submarine. And basically, they filmed the bridge of it in an electrical cupboard. <laughs> you can see all the little fuse boxes and they stuck a TV on the wall, but didn't bother animating any, like, um, images on it. So the bloke's pretending it's a radar screen. <laughs> oh, it's balmy. Yeah, there's cement stairs running all the way through the building. You can tell it's a hotel. <laughs> and then it must be on, like, some docked ship on the outside. It's supposed to be a brand new ship and it looks fucked already. Also, I like how this film has a boat sinking for 70% of the film. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's fairly enjoyable. Really quite enjoyed it for some bizarre reason. So, that's a pass. Alright, two. Do they have a good story idea? Nah, not really. It's basically just a rip-off of the Poseidon adventure with Titanic strapped to the side of it. Also, I have um, scenes which ripped off most disaster movies you can ever think of. Also, it had the scene from Abyss, you know, where Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio drowns herself and Ed Harris pulls her back to the, the their base. Yeah, they did that. But it's role reversed. The man drowns himself, and the woman pulls pulls him for the water. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't the greatest idea for a story. Just a rip off. Three. Was it boring? Surprisingly not. It cracked on like a farewell pace. Just all the silliness in it made it sort of like fairly entertaining. And I couldn't say I did not enjoy it. Four. Will I ever watch it again? If I came across it, yeah, when it's on the sci-fi channel and there's nothing else on, I'd probably watch it again. It's uh, not offensive, it cracks on a fair old pace. It's fairly entertaining. I don't know what people on the IMDb are thinking about. The Asylum have made worse movies than this. So, recommend it to anybody? Hmm. Yeah, go on. Like I said, if you see it on the sci-fi channel, you can't find out else to watch, watch it, go on. What are you going to lose? You're going to lose an hour and a half of your life. You might enjoy it. So, it has a score of four, so it's definitely a cinematic kink. Yeah, baby, yeah! So what shall I watch next time? Hmm, I'm feeling a superhero movie. But which one? There's so many ones. Uh, I could watch Steel again with Shaq. Nah. Quite enjoy that. <laughs> I know. I've got modern. I'm going to watch Morbius. I heard it's absolutely terrible. Hmm. Let's see. Will I enjoy it or will I not? Tune in next time. See ya. If you would like to join Chris on his painful mission, then come and join the BDSM Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash BDS movies. Or you can contact the BDSM Dungeon by email bdsmpodmovie at gmail.com.